Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for the We Tell Stories podcast. We're sitting down with past artists to talk about their story and their process and the impact that We Tell Stories had on their lives and their careers. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to sit down with little fans of We Tell Stories to talk about their stories and the impact We Tell Stories had on their lives. So if you are a fan, we want to make sure to get you on the podcast. So speaking of, before we get started, I want y'all to go ahead, click that button. Uh, not only the play button, but the like, the su subscribe, and share, and all that good stuff. Um, because we have not only good talks throughout the podcast, but specifically today on the We Tell Stories podcast. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, in the building, we got Cam Dukes. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> That dress is for the clothes. That dress is for the <laughs> Listen, Cam, I got to tell this story, man, because it was yeah. um, our first, our only, and our last collaboration, you mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. on Boise. Okay. And Cam got on Boise, and I was at, you know, Boise is like where you sing something, and then mm -hmm. anybody can like add something to it. Yeah. And Cam was talking about being in the house and. Yeah. Somebody else got him on Boise. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It's a I want to take a long some on a. You remember that? It was a, I want to take a long ride long on a long ride. road. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get up out this house, y'all. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. I just want to take a. Whoa, do you remember what it was? No, I don't remember the melody or nothing. That um, was just a late night. It was, like, it was with COVID. When it COVID was. Happened. It was right in the middle of COVID. And Boise was popping during COVID. It was. Because people yeah. couldn't get out. Yeah. And everybody was like trying to be creative and it was a way for us to connect with each other. They was making an album. Bro. Listen. <laughs> listen, they had producers that was like throwing tracks on there yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is nice. Mm -hmm. And it was it's cool because like when you have uh, people that are creatives and you lock them into a space, sometimes they lose their creativity yeah. or their creativity blossoms. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I talk to kids all the time. We talk to kids about getting outside the box, getting outside the box, getting outside the box. And I'm like, you creative when you can create in the box. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's what creativity, like I tap into your creativity. Mm -hmm. If you get outside the box and I give you all these resources, yeah. then I'm not really tapping into your creativity. Mm -hmm. But if I put you in a box with limited resources and you can still create, yeah. that's when you MacGyver that mug. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. I need some duct tape, a pencil, a piece of gum. And, and a paper clip. And a paper clip, come on now. <laughs> and it's like, MacGyver was the dude yeah. in the box, right? Uh, and so, uh, Voices was popping and allowed me to fulfill my lifelong dream of collaborating oh, um, with the international artist. So, uh, <laughs> Cam, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, man. So, the reason that you are on this show, not only because... Hedy loves you, yeah. and you are a fan favorite, mm -hmm. but because you were an OG original at We Tell Stories. Mm -hmm. Just like tell us, give us the vibe, the energy of We Tell Stories, like how you got involved, like what are some of your yeah. favorite memories? Like just tell the, the, the people that are listening about We Tell Stories. I miss it so much. Yeah? Yeah, man. Because I think it was more than just poetry. Mm -hmm. It was uh, a relationship building. Ooh. And uh, even still some people that I met from that. Yeah. Are still friends to this day. And um, But honestly, I don't even remember how I got involved. I know it was had to do something with Eddie. Yeah. Uh, everything got to do with Eddie. Yeah. And yeah. so I just remember going in there and feeling like, Oh, it's people like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like um people who who love God, some people who was just there to hang out, but mm -hmm. a lot of people were believers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um it was a spot where it was clean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know you weren't finna get nothing vulgar. 
and uh, and you would have people just just creating art, especially with the poetry. Right. You could just sit back and it kind of take you somewhere. Yeah. You know. And so I just I just remember the vibe being like, this is how it's supposed to be mm -hmm. to hang out with people. Yeah. Enjoy art and enjoy clean art and fun. Mm -hmm. And so um, yeah, it was that was one of the best eras of my life as far as being uh, among creatives mm -hmm. and creating, you know. Yeah, so when you think about being in this space, yeah. um, at the time, um, you was a young man, yeah. right? We talking about 05, 06. 20s. Right? Yeah. We in our 20s, our mid-20s. <laughs> mid yeah. yeah, and we're mm -hmm. the same age. Yeah. And that's not even where it started. A lot of people think uh, that We Tell Stories started at Java Days, right? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, <laughs> boiled over to camps and then boiled over to Frontline and then, but We Tell Stories actually started in Bricktown on the streets. Is that right, Eddie? Yeah. It was on the streets, like literally know. open. Did you know that? No. It was literally open. Like people would come by and it started with five or 10 folks, 10, 15, 15, 20 people would come by and they would do open mic type stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they got so popular so big, you know, Eddie made this leap to try to get it in a building. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very, uh, it, what made it, I think, um, appealing is that I think Christian folks want to be out. Yeah. They want to be out, but they, they are- They try to bowl it. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they try to bowl it. And, I, and I'm going to be frank, they, they, they try to be in church. Yeah. Right? It's like, I can do another event at yeah. church, uh -huh. but like, why we got to be confined to the to the walls of the building? Right, it's like, right. We, we do Bible study at church. We do Sunday church. We do choir rehearsal at church. We do yeah. all this. It was like, we can go have um, an artistic expression and we can dress up and be handsome mm -hmm. and cute. Yeah. And we can go on dates and we can, you know, order yeah. food and we can sit down and have the energy without compromising right. like what we believe in. And that's an element we tell stories mm -hmm. that Hedy kind of held true to. He yeah. was really adamant about like, this is like, Christian people come here, yeah. but I'm not broadcasting as a Christian right, event. Right, and that right. allowed a lot of different people to come and get rubbed on, right? Mm -hmm. Like rubbed against. And it's like, mm -hmm. you here seeing all these creative people. And I was like, wait, this is a Christian event? It's right. not. But everybody here Christian. Right. You want to get some of this? Mm -hmm. And then we have people that, that continue to come back and be a part of that community. Mm -hmm. So when you think about like one of your most precious memories, because I got a ton we tell stories memories. Yeah. When you think about a memory that stands out. What is one memory that is like super vivid to you about We Tell Stories? Um, one of them is uh, when we had the band Stanwalk Dance mm. and we all came out uh, singing to one of the songs and the band members could sing too. Uh-huh. And we all had on white. And I just, <laughs> I just, that's a memory that, that sticks with me. It's yeah. Just us being, you know, just one. Walking out there, and we used to practice hard. And, yeah, you know, try to perfect what God had put together. Mm -hmm. And that memory right there, just it just stays in my head, man. And, yeah. And a lot of um, a lot of artists. I, I remember when I first seen you, mm. and you. I thought you were a comedian. I was not. <laughs> and so <laughs> you used to have us rolling. Yeah. And then I heard you sing. I was like, man, this dude can sing too. You know I what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. And I remember. Sean Johnson, yeah. Ali, yeah. like that sticks. And then Hetty, uh, Hetty just got away with people. Yeah. That's like, the energy is like, is strong. Mm -hmm. And so I always remember him like, man, he just, he just himself. Yeah. You know? And I think that made everybody else feel comfortable. But yeah. Yeah, just, 
just seeing everybody, Rob Clay, uh -huh. uh, J.R. Cross, yeah. Sean Johnson, like, yeah. just seeing all of these different artists, Exodus. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's a ton of memories too, man, for me. Yeah. yeah and, uh, so when you think about being a young artist, mid-20s, yeah. and I, I know um, uh, you were an early uh, creative, mm -hmm. uh, but thinking about mid twenties, kind of jumping out and being a public type of thing, because you used to sing R and B. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Like yeah. you started out singing yeah. love songs. No, nah, they weren't love. Songs. They weren't love songs. It was worse than love. Songs. Well, I was trying to be yeah, modest yeah, for the mean, people. I was trying to. <laughs> so, so what the transition? Uh, what was that transition like for you? Like when you decided, like I'm gonna only do this. Yeah, it it was difficult at first because you feel like if there was all that always that stigma that if you do gospel you you throw away the possibility of being heard mm. you know what i mean because you know they it's always that, is there some truth to that yeah like that the gospel is whack you know but is there that, some truth like what's the what's the true part of i can i can sing about this and i can oh, dress yeah, this yeah. way like but yeah. if I go over, yeah. then I, my chances of succeeding and doing it for a living and making it a career goes down. Like, there's yeah. some truth to that. Yeah, absolutely. What's I, the What's I, the truth? I've, I've come to some encounters where um, I went to some popular radio stations mm -hmm. at the time. Um, I'm gonna just say it. Ooh, wait. You gonna say the name? Yeah. Okay. Ninety-seven dot nine. Ooh, ninety-seven dot nine. Remember that? That I don't think it's the same show that no. it is now. No, no, no. But uh, took my album there. Um, guy said, I can't even remember who the program director was. <laughs> he was like, this is the best project that I've heard in the yeah. city. The quality is good, like the engineering and all of that. Mm -hmm. He said, but it's just, it's too much, it's too much uh, gospel. Yeah. This is a song never play on player. Uh, <clears throat> really? Yeah. That was too much gospel? He said, we've been playing Jesus Walks from Kanye. We've been getting all kind of calls. Mm. So he said... I said, well, you know this song is about a husband being faithful to his wife, uh -huh. and I only say Jesus at the end. Uh -huh. Players on my left, players on my yeah. left, turning your players card to the Jesus take your life. life. Yeah. I know, man, I know, but uh, it's just it's just too religious. Mm, never play, yeah. only play. Yeah. But, you know, it was other radio stations that did play it, mm -hmm. but it was that moment I thought, so you can play things about shooting and... Mm -hmm. Listen. Back that thing up. Listen. But telling a community of men to be faithful to their wives is mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. That's when I realized, okay, God, whoever you want to hear me is going to be heard. Yeah. And I'm not, quote unquote, pushing to try to make myself known. Right. Of course, you're going to promote and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you do that knowing that God is in control of all of that, too. Right. So whoever's going to hear you is going to hear you. And whoever's not, yeah. they're not. You now, know? one of the things that I, I know about you is that you're pretty, like, once you get going in, di in a direction, like, you you stick to it. you like, nope, this is what I'm doing. It's tough. And you, it's tough. <laughs> I, I say uh, confident, yeah. right, firm. Yeah. Uh, we say stubborn. Yeah. Said, I think some people need an element of stubborn. Yeah. I think uh, Kanye said, I'm not rude, I'm just focused. Yeah, yeah, I would say focused too. Yeah. Stubborn so and focused. I, I think um, one of the things that I enjoy about you is that whether you're playing basketball or ping pong, table tennis, Kim is a real good table tennis player, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of if like whatever it is, like you're gonna stick true to to what you're saying, yeah. And you don't shy away. Like, what does that boldness come from, man? It's like 
It's Jesus. It's the gospel. What does the Bible say? And then I'm going to let that infiltrate my life. Like, I'm going to live it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to share. I mean, even before the show started, you yeah. was like, no, like, let's lean into it, baby. Yeah. And so where do you get that boldness from? Like, where does that come from? Where does that stubbornness come from? I think I like reality. Okay. And I don't like to be hustled. Mm. And so Ooh. if the truth is the truth, you know, it's the truth. Mm. And I think that um, we kind of live and die by the truth. Kind of like what we was talking about earlier. Yeah. And that's if I if something is red, it's red. Mm. And I don't, I don't understand why it's so hard for it to be red. Yeah. You know, good and bad, man. Like there's some things that, you know, just in my life that if I see that it's the truth, you know, I'm not going to play with something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's the truth. Now, we're, we're in a society now, man, that yeah. we, we can both look at something and you say it's red and I'm looking at it. Yeah. And it's like, that's blue. Yeah. And if that's you, confusing if you push back, yeah. how, dare you, how dare you infringe on my truth? Cause you talking about truth. Yeah, I'm looking at the same thing you looking at, and I'm like, yeah. nah, that's yeah. blue. Yeah. I mean, how do you, I, as an artist, as a creative, yeah. as a businessman, like, how do you, how do you deal with that? I look at it two ways. There's subjective truth, and then there's objective truth. And I think what society does is they take subjective truth and call it objective. Like, for instance, like flavors of ice cream. That's subjective. Mm. Vanilla is the best flavor. Mm -hmm. It might not be your best flavor. What they do is they take it and they say, this is objective, mm. you know, versus that car is red. Yeah. And you just can't, conf it's not logical. You can't conflict the two. Mm. And I think that, um, I think more people just need to stand up and say those types of things. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, there's, when the truth, the truth always is there in your mind. Yeah. Even when you see that, something is is false but there's a fear now that you can't speak the truth mm -hmm. even when it's false you see what i'm saying yeah so but but everybody is kind of thinking the same thing uh-huh you think so in a sense but we found a way to coddle Ooh. lies you know so that we won't offend yeah and i just can't do it yeah i you know i just can't do it it's just my personality yeah and if anybody's heard your music or heard you talk or spending time with you, they are not confused on your stance yeah. on um, religious topics, on community, on relationships, on like they're very clear, like that dress is for the club, like never play on player, yeah. right? Like I think uh, to me, as you were being forged in the fire, uh, some people they bend and they break, but like, you got firmer and firmer and firmer into what you believe. And so like, if somebody was listening to your album and they was like, Cam, or your albums, and they were like, Cam, like, I want to get to know who you are in three songs. Mm. In three, all the songs that you created, whether yeah. they're collaborations or whatever, like, I want to get to know who you are, what you stand for in three songs. Yeah. What three songs would you direct them towards? Man, that's, that's a complex question because a song is a song and a person is a person. True. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I would I would hope that... Um, or five songs. Yeah. Give, give some songs that maybe not represent the whole of who you are. Right. right. But they 
represent parts and pieces, and yeah. together you may get yeah. a better picture of who yeah, you are. Yeah, because I, I kind of want to clarify that. Like, yeah. I'm not this perfect person who <laughs> lives every bit of my song. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's, that's I, a good part. I, I try to put out the truth, and I, I strive to, but sometimes that could get conflicted, and people feel judged by me. Mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm not my music. Yeah. <laughs> Like and I don't ever want to want to be that, mm -hmm. but I want to strive to be that. Mm -hmm. You know, just the reality. Yeah. But I would say, um, uh, give them the truth would be one. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that uh, I still got you. It's okay. Kinda like I depend on God, you know, with a lot of things. Uh, we'll we'll narrow it down to three. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say. Man, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking yeah. about my own song. I would say Giving the Truth in, and I Still Got You was really described. Um, still Clean? Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Different kind of normal? Yeah, different kind of normal. Now, that's what we tell the story. It's classic right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, like... <laughs> Uh, what's the dumb thing? What the sad about me? Cause it's ain't no other thing to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's the one that It's not no one that Yeah. It's kind of weird. Come on. It's really weird. So people call me weird. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know words. But I'd be like, hey. <laughs> and you know, this is what another thing that I love about Cam's music is like, uh, I, can, I can play it in front of my kids. Yeah. Yeah, like I can I can push it in, I can play it in from like from the first track to the end, right? And it's like you're gonna get uh, some hip hop, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get like I call it body rolling music, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a classic body roller, you know like I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be dance music, yeah. it's gonna be uh so you're gonna get some worship in there, yeah. uh it's gonna be a nice little groove, it's gonna be Saturday morning cleaning music, you know, it's like I enjoy being able to um, not have not having to be guarded yeah. when I push play because mm -hmm. you know some stuff you just don't want to let all of it in. Yeah, right. No matter how poppy it is, no matter how much it thumps, you know how much it drops. Uh, and so I, I think that's something valuable that I appreciate about about your music. Appreciate about your music. So when I think about significant relationships that were made, right? Mm -hmm. We tell story was always about not only artists. Uh, honing their crafts and like sharing their their talent with the people, but Haiti always provided an opportunity mm -hmm. to, for people to connect. What are some significant relationships that you developed out of We Tell Stories that you still have to this day? Yeah, I think it definitely be you know a lot of the people who was just doing a lot of events and stuff throughout the city. Yeah, uh, because we reconnected in that spot where we really felt at home. So mm -hmm. uh Cadence, Marcus Jackson. Yeah. Is uh Eastside Drama. Yeah, Eastside Drama. Uh Sean Johnson. Mm -hmm. Uh Rob Clay. Yeah. Uh Tony Foster. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um that been a while. Yeah. Um it's a lot of people man that yeah. that's still just a unit of people mm -hmm. from that from that home. It was, yeah. it was home, man. It almost reminds me of like uh, how how rappers reflect on like death row. Yeah, you know it's like Bro. like we was like just popping through the studio and like everybody was grinding. Everybody was like, yeah. It was this thing where once a month, man, we just really got to come and be creative and have fun and try some stuff. You know what's crazy is that at that time I was traveling a lot, 
And there weren't a lot of cities like what we had here. Really? And I don't think people understood that. Say that for the people in the back. I mean, you think about the events that we had, mm -hmm. and we would bring four or 500 people yeah. to an event, yeah. a gospel event, yeah. and it wasn't a choir, or it wasn't a, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that is, I was going a lot of places, mm -hmm. and then we'll come back home and see what God was doing here. Mm -hmm. Amazing, bro. I packed. It was amazing. Like, a line out the door. Yeah. Like, stand in the room only. Yeah. Like, we got in trouble for moving furniture around because we had to get rid of the tables. Mm -hmm. Like, and we had only chairs only, right? It was like, and then trying to, like, switch the format up, like, so we could have the band over here. And then it was, like, on the stage. And then just trying to squeeze people in so people didn't miss out. What else is like that now? So that, I mean, that goes on to our next question. Like, yeah. could we tell stories throughout today? I think so. You think so? I think so. I, I think it was, it was such a special moment. And I think a lot of things added to it. You know, we had the radio stations mm -hmm. supporting us. Uh, we had the college scene, mm -hmm. you know, which a lot of people were young and it was kind of college yeah. spread, you know. Um, but you know who I, if, if we did it, I, the people who was there, I think they would come back. You think so? Yeah. Like a little reunion? A reunion would be dope. <sighs> I think we can get a lot of people back. Here's the cool thing about that is like, when I think about from beginning to end, and Hedy can check me on this. I feel like I've been around for a while. Yeah. The most famous people that we brought out was um, uh, Soul Fruit out of yep. Houston. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Shane Norman. Mm -hmm. Everybody else was local. Local, bro. Like packing it out. Everybody else was local. It was the, the lady. It was the lady's name. Dark skin lady. Oh, man. Whitney Houston? No. Did Whitney come through? <laughs> you know the lady. I have nothing. Oh, Did you bring her out? She has a sound like Sean here. Sean brought her out. Oh, um. Andrea. Adrian. Adrian something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something E. Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I know you're talking about. Yeah. I and you know, Adrian uh hit me up in the chat section. Um I'm just gonna stick to what I said. I think <laughs> soul fruit <laughs> and Shane Norman. Uh, I, I remember Adrian them. Archie. Adrian Archie. Yeah, Adrian, Adrian Archie. Archie. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera like <laughs> But everybody else. Yeah. For years. Mm -hmm. How long? We tell stories ran for 12 years? 11 years? Yeah. You know what I think it would work? If Java Days let us come back. It's camps now. Camps. New management. Yeah. I've been in there, and they don't even host, like, events anymore. Mm -hmm. There used to be a guy that uh, would be up. He played the guitar, and he would, we would have to wait for him to finish before we set up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, would, they, even don't, they don't even let him come back. And they haven't let him back for years. And so I think, you know, it's, it's as an event planner, you know, on Hedy's side, and as a host and MC, we would go back and forth all the time, like, do we charge more? Because what people don't know, and I'm going to tell people, I'm going to look people in the camera right now, I'm making eye contact. Mm -hmm. Hedy funded a lot of we tell stories, like, out of pocket, like, and people don't know that. He, he'll never say that. I'm saying it now. Hedy, Hedy funded out of pocket. For years, we tell stories. It wasn't even to the back end that we tell stories was able to pay for itself. And so... But Hedy Rich, though. <laughs> Hedy like Tommy. <laughs> Nobody know Hedy, dude. He can't come up on this scooter. Where you get that scooter from, bro? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying, but, you know, when you're rich, it's like, <laughs> you 
He don't hit anybody. He ain't flinching. He ain't flinching. Hey, we only hit him. We just were on payday. That's why I was on the Friday. That's why I was on the Friday. What's the month on Friday? Was he on the 15th or the 31st? Which one was it? But I, I think like. You know, the, the part that's nostalgic, but also, you know, you want to be um, kind of real is like, is like, can, can it sustain? I, I think it will be a reunion and then see what goes from there. You know, would it, would it be a bunch of 40 and 50 year olds? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. And they're having a good time? That'd be fine. Do we need a place for 40 and 50 year olds to, to go hang out? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Because we all smoking cigars. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on. At the lounge. <laughs> At the lounge. Hey, what's up, honey? <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think it's, um, you know, we go through these phases, man, where yeah. we... Uh, we are inspired and we create and we collaborate mm-hmm. and then life happens and then people kind of go their separate ways. Yeah. But I love I love a good reunion. I yeah. love seeing people. I love hearing music and it's like, oh, man, I haven't heard that song in a long, in a long time. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that would be that would be good. Of course, you know, people tried to do it. Haiti wasn't a part of it. And it was like, you know, that was cool. And Haiti has to be a part of it. Haiti's gotta be a part of it. Yeah. You I mean, tell you tell people Haiti yeah. coming back. You, you gotta be then. a part of it. Like I'll do it. If Haiti do it, yeah. And I ain't got no choice. Yeah. But <laughs> I ain't got no choice. Yeah. And and the cool thing about it is that he won't have to pay for it this right. time, right? right? You don't have to pay me though. <laughs> He's like, listen, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> nah, I I I I give him a great discount. Yeah, a, a great discount. <laughs> What 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 do you what do you say for somebody that has been forged in the fire of hustle and um, taking fifty dollars gigs and um, burning your own CDs and like making yeah. music uh, in the closet? You know, like what do you say to a young artist that's coming up that may not have a We Tell Stories community but mm-hmm. wants to establish him or herself? as a legitimate artist like how, how do you encourage them what do you say to them i still say um try to produce the best quality of whatever you're doing mm-hmm. i think it, at the end of the day if you can come up with a great song you know that will get heard mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and to keep pushing because now compared to then yeah was youtube even around YouTube was just around. Started. YouTube it just started, started. but I yeah. don't think our phones could record. Yeah, uh, I mean, we had the little camcorders, yeah, right? We had camcorders. Yeah. yeah. So, but nowadays, I mean, you can put some stuff on YouTube immediately, right after you done released it. I mean, yeah. right after you done recorded it. So, yeah. I would say do as much content as you can, mm-hmm. and then when you're working on it, make sure you love it. Yeah. Like love what you're doing. Don't stop until you can sit back and listen to it. Like. I like that, and then you move forward. Mm. Yeah, because nothing halfway done is is works. It doesn't succeed. Yeah, it's greatness, man. I was talking to Sean, and um, I was saying, Sean, people don't know, bro, that you had a job while you was yeah. making music. Yeah, like talk to the people about these artists like that want to quit their jobs and they no. want to. He said, No. <laughs> talk to them, man. Like, you know. <laughs> As much as we are on social media, mm-hmm. we can't say that anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so we can we can work and then spend four hours a day 
on social media, then you can work and then spend four hours a day on your craft. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. You know what I'm saying? That's what, like, if you're doing five days, that's like 20 hours a week mm-hmm. and 80 hours a month. Yeah. That's almost a thousand hours a year. Yeah. What it, how, how long do it take you to master something? I think something? it's 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours, yeah. man. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. It's a significant investment. It's a significant investment, especially if you start young. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I would say definitely keep your job. Um, because you want to have a, a source of income because art is not always successful financially. Listen. Yeah. And so you you, <laughs> you got to love it. You got to love it. Yeah. Now, you, if you got if you got a way to sustain yourself, uh-huh. you know you got some stocks and all that stuff put together. Yeah, you had you got a, a mama yeah. a daddy that can, <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you, you know, thousand dollars a month yeah. just go work on what you're working on yeah. hey man take advantage of that yeah because art especially music man it is so much that goes into a five minute song mm-hmm. that people don't understand no idea that you have to you have to invest time into it right and so it's hard to halfway you know like one song i would say an average of one song from top to bottom being wrote recorded um mixed mastered I would say it's around 10 hours. For one song? For one song. And that's if, like, you got everything lined up, right? Yeah, you got everything lined up. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you think about it that way, mm-hmm. then you have to be really, you know, invested in, in giving that. Yeah. And so. So, um, a lot of times, I think, as listeners, as people who don't spend time in the studio, as people who don't write, we want to make people their music. And I heard you earlier say, like, um, I strive, like I write my music, but I'm not my music. I, I'm still striving to become what I write Absolutely. and sing about. How much has music impacted and shaped your life as you're writing it, as you're singing it, as you're listening to it, as you're in the world of music and you're absorbing, absorbing it and yeah. critiquing it and appreciating it? Like how is music, as somebody who produces and writes it, how does it impact your life? So I think that just as a person who's in it, you know, um, it, it really impacts me, like mm-hmm. on a deep level. I feel like it's a therapy of some mm-hmm. sort, mm-hmm. especially for the writer. The, the writer, um, a lot of, I'm, I'm kind of quiet, like most people don't really realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, so I got a lot of thoughts in my head. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm not a great communicator when it comes to you know, just saying what I feel at the, at the time. Yeah. And so, um, which I'm working on right now, matter of fact. Yeah. So when I'm able to write out my thoughts, um, it's like a form of therapy. And then when I hear other people communicating their thoughts, it gives you a different perspective. I always say like a song is so much deeper than words, right? Mm-hmm. It's really trying to, it's the, the closest way to express an emotion because Ooh. it comes with a melody, uh-huh. you know? So for instance, I've had pastors come up to me and said, I can't preach about how people dress at church, right? Mm-hmm. Said, but I can play your song. Mm. And they would think about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that music with the melody, I think it's something spiritual to it. It it impacts your emotions differently than me just saying something to you. Yeah. And so music is a big part of my life, man. Um, and I don't think it would ever change, you know. And um, just writing and listening, I've listened to a lot of songs has just really encouraged me mm-hmm. on that particular day. Yeah, you know, 
I've listened to stuff that I wrote like I didn't even write it. Mm. It breaks me down. Wow. You know what I mean? That's like thinking about it. songs like Do You Love Me? And I'm like, Lord, what am I doing right now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful. I was talking to Sean and uh, Marcus, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to identify with this. Marcus said when he was younger, uh, he would get easily distracted by uh, the train, the ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, or like a seatbelt ding, or like the door being open with the key in the ignition, mm-hmm. uh, the tick of a clock, like, t- t- yeah. T- and then I was talking to Sean, and Sean's talking about being a, a movie script writer, movie producer, that he just sees things like everything's a story. So as a creative yourself, like, do you find yourself writing or thinking like, ooh, that's a good lyric or like finding inspiration in these weird places and weird moments? Like, do you do you lose yourself and identify with music or you hear something? You're like, oh, that would be a nice melody. Or like, do you find yourself yeah. like being immersed in that creative space often? Yeah, I'm, I'm learning more about myself, too. Um, so at the end, sometimes I will hear a song. I don't know if this is just me. But you, you know, a song be playing low and mm-hmm. you really can't hear it. My mind takes it to a whole nother melody. Mm-hmm. And I hear this beautiful song, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I turn it up, it's totally different. It's not even that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've done that my whole life. And sometimes I would like create like that. Yeah. I would turn music down and I would hear something different and I would just create from what I was hearing different. Yeah and make a song out of that. But one thing I have noticed is that um, I fall asleep on movies. Really? And I never knew why until just really thinking about it. Why is it? The music. Like if it's a stringy movie, Mm -hmm. you know, like spacey and, you know, Mm -hmm. ambient music, Mm -hmm. I'm gone. Done. So now if I'm tired and I can't sleep, I'm downloading some (laughs) ambient (laughs) albums, bro. Really? And Three or four minutes, I'm gone. Yeah, that's but, amazing. Yeah, so I'm I'm still learning myself in music. Yeah, and what does what you know to me? Like I can concentrate when I listen to classical. Wow. If I'm reading a book uh-huh. and classical music, yeah, it's like boom boom the words just blah 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 blah. But if I'm at a if I'm playing a song mm-hmm. with words, I can't read nothing. Really, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so. Um, give us five things. Uh, we're we're going to come to a close here probably in the next 10 minutes, but give us five things that people would not know about Cam. Like, they listen to your music and they may see you at a show. Or it, One, you said you're uh, quiet, introverted, maybe. Yeah. Um, give us four more things that people would not guess about you. Sean said he loves chicken. Okay. So Everybody know that. You know, I don't know why he said that, but... Um. I throw axes. Shut up. Yeah. I, I'm trying to. Are you good at it? Yeah. And I'm trying to get to the next level. I want to get on ESPN. Really? Yeah. So I'm an axe thrower. Did you know that? No. <laughs> 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 what? I'm in a league. You're an axe throwing league? Yeah. Yeah, that means you're good. It's called twisted axes. I'm I'm okay. I don't yourself. I come in about fifth every every season. Do you have Do you have your own axes? Absolutely. Is that the plural of axe? I have my axe with me right now. It's in the trunk. 
I probably shouldn't ride around with an axe. But I don't know. He's black man in a Tesla. A he's trusted. It's a hatchet. He's trusted. He's trusted. It's like he's black, but he in a Tesla. Like, ah, give him a pass. It's in the truck, man. I don't keep it underneath the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Offsides will let you know I got an axe in the car. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? Before we go on <laughs> Okay, that's number two. I like going out to eat alone. Okay. All by myself. What's your, what's your favorite kind of food? Ethiopian food. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can go there. And Queen of Sheba? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you eat with your hands? It ain't no other way to eat Ethiopian food. It's a lot of other ways to eat. Injera in my hands. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I stink for like a day. I yeah, you do. Yeah. But, but I enjoy eating alone. Okay. Um, sometimes I go to the movies and only buy popcorn and leave. Cause I like, cause popcorn movie just well, tastes much better. It does, but you can buy it though. No, it's not the same. It's you gotta go to the theater yeah, and I, get it? I go in. Sometimes I see people like, what you about to watch? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Just getting this popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Okay, give us one more, give us one more. One more, man. Um, I like, I'm, I, I guess I'm kind of like, I like taking walks, man. Yeah? Yeah, just kind of walking around. Like out the front door, shut it, walk down the street? Or Go like, downtown, okay. walk around the park. Yeah. You know, scenery type stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Close your head. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, um, you're more introspective than I remember. Yeah. Um, and I think, do you think that comes with age? Absolutely. You just kind of... You learn yourself. I'm 44 now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I think when you're younger, you feel, uh, especially in Christianity, you feel like you're doing everything right. Yeah. As you get older, you have to see a lot of yourself and say, okay, I'm not what I thought I was, mm -hmm. but I need to get back or thank you, God, for your mercy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think. Um, Life kind of humbles you mm -hmm. and causes you to depend more on God than on yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you could write a, a song title right now, not a whole song, that could capture the season of your life, what would the title of that song be? Wow, that's, that's deep. Uh, I would say Strive. Strive? Would it be like a slow song? Would it be upbeat? Are we like doing Running Man to it? Is it'd be it slow? It'd be slow. Mm -hmm. It'd be melodic. You yeah. gonna open up the vocals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of harmonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, we leave. I'm gonna go right. He's on the right now. I'm right right now. I'm right right now. Um, I, I think about often um, seeing people grow over time. And uh, I, re I really want you to um, look into this camera right here. And I want you to talk to that young man, that young woman that is coming into themselves, mm -hmm. uh, that have a ton of mistakes ahead of them, but mm -hmm. also a ton of potential. Yeah. That's an artist that's trying to dial into a community similar to We Tell Stories, mm -hmm. that they think about quitting music every single day. Yeah. Uh, how do we keep them going? Like, how do we encourage them how do we push them into this camera just talk to them for about 60 seconds yeah i would say that everything that you do 
is um, that God knows it's, it's really planned out. Like there's a path for us to walk in, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that <clears throat> not looking at the, at the moment and always looking and understanding and being okay with not knowing what's to come. Um, God has you in a place for that particular time, for that particular season to um, do things for his people. And so if you are in that, in that moment of like, why am I doing this? Um, still to this day, man, people contact me and say, your music has really influenced my life. This is what, 15 years later? Mm -hmm. uh, and so just keep doing what, what you know God has called you to do and keep pushing. It's amazing. What projects you got up, man? You got any big things happening? Like what's coming down the pipe? What can people expect from Cam Deuce? I wrote a, um, a fictional book. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be like a series, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So that, okay. That's the end goal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's called Bubba's Way. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'm working on a soundtrack to the book. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that I want to do with it. Yeah. Um, I want to do a curriculum. Mm -hmm. um, end goal, I want to do a movie. But Sean mm -hmm. Johnson just doing all his movies and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to do my movie. I bet he'll give you a good Sean, discount. You know, um, when we gonna do the movie, bro? <laughs> I mean, I know you got five projects coming up. Don't forget about the little people, bro. But uh, yeah, um, I, I'm, I haven't released it, um, and so I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to roll it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Is there? Um, you got social media? You still got people there? Are you like? taking a break or what's going on with how can people follow and keep yeah it's keep still, there. It's still I'm, there i'm a scroller yeah you know what i mean i'm uh, a scroller too i've been posting as much i just yeah. want to like like yeah. scroll scroll like music by cam yeah you know i got the print shop yeah cam self screen and design mm -hmm. camsprintshop.com yeah so i'm i'm about to start doing more of that mm -hmm. you know i'm coming from both generations where life was kind of private mm -hmm. <laughs> And now, and then life is social now. Yeah. And I still haven't really transitioned all the way. Yeah. You know, I put some stuff over about my daughter. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, man, I'm just, I'm just looking at what y'all do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to, uh, I was talking to, um, I, he, he's a, he's a speaker and he's uh, 67 years old. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he said I used to book gigs based on what I, what I did. Yeah. He was he was like now I book gigs based on who I am, mm -hmm. and he was like it took a while to realize that people wanted to know me, mm -hmm. and then after they got to know me, then they would book what I did. Yeah. And he was like it didn't used to be that way. It was like right. oh you were a banker, I need a banker. Oh you're a lawyer. Now it's like do I like you? Right. And then they'll figure out what you do, and then they'll patronize mm -hmm. you that way. So I think we're just kind of in this this phase where people want more than the movie they yeah. want more than the music they want more yeah. than the product mm -hmm. uh and i know i know my kids they will not shop at a place they will not eat at a place based on something they heard about what they do mm -hmm. and i'm like do you like chick-fil-a yeah like do you enjoy it yeah oh but you don't want to eat there because whatever whatever I'm like, okay <laughs> we're gonna get you a pop a greasy yeah. pop <laughs> right. you know yeah with a bad service yeah like, come on now <laughs> I don't want the full Popeyes. Yeah. Y'all ain't got the sandwich. Well, hold on, not all Popeyes. Do that, sir. Oh, that's, hilarious. that's hilarious. That's hilarious. They do be funny. <laughs> I ain't never seen the fight at Chick F
ain't never seen a fire. But I'm sure it's up on YouTube. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Hidden deep in the scroll in the YouTube hole. If I find one, I'm going to repost it. Oh, we got we to gotta keep Chick-fil-A humble. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Ken Dukes. Wonderful human being. We have a We Tell Stories alum. Uh, what are the people, the, the Mount Rushmore of We Tell Stories? Yeah. Uh, someone that came through, supported uh, showed up consistently, man. Put your gift on stage, on the platform. You helped us grow a community that is still thriving and being talked about today. I have so many relationships because of that environment, and you're one of them. Mm-hmm. So thank you all so much for chiming in. Ken, thanks for being here. Uh, once again, thank you for pushing that play button. Make sure you go, you like, subscribe, share. Go back, listen a second and third time. Tell your grandma about us. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and uh, we out. Go in.